Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, as long as you're 21 or older, Michael Hill, Jason Holder, proudly bring to you the Whiskey and Wrestling Podcast. And if you're not done with that, go listen to something else. Welcome back to another week of the Whiskey and Wrestling Podcast. And I was going to start the show off doing something different, but I got distracted right before we started talking and I didn't do it. Well, I would just like to say that we've now reached a certain threshold of members. So we're big time. We will be changing the name of the whiskey and wrestling podcast uh, to butch. Uh, Yeah. uh, uh, (laughs) And the voice you hear is Brady of, of the, if you listen to any of the previous podcasts that we've mentioned in the past, the, the, Brady of Brady Davis versus the world, the, the unpublished podcast. Uh, so Brady's here to join us. We're actually recording this on Friday night. Yeah, it's Friday night. It's going to be Sunday when we put this up still just to kind of keep it in our normal publishing pattern. But we are recording Friday night immediately after SmackDown and Rampage. And I honestly don't remember anything except for Butch. Yes, I remember. I think after that, it just. The way my brain just became a wasteland. Yeah. Um, Okay. Before we dive into that and talk about the atrociousness of what they have done to Pete Dunn. I should have done. I don't know. I keep saying done now. We're going to talk about the uh, whiskey (laughs) that we are drinking this week, which is not a whiskey. It is tequila. Dun, 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 dun. You beat me to it. Favorite. <laughs> this is um, Terramana, which is... So why are we drinking this whiskey? I mean, this tequila. <laughs> this tequila. <laughs> well, as uh, Danhausen would say, this is the whiskey that belongs to... The whiskey. <laughs> the whiskey. <laughs> this is the tequila that belongs to... Uh, what is it? Rock, Rock the Dwayne, the Dwayne Rock, Johnson. Rock the Dwayne Johnson. So, yeah, it's it's Terramana. This is the Blanco version, which is the white or clear. Yeah. It's made with, like, 100% agave. 100% Blue Weber Highlands agave. It is roasted in a brick oven. It is made in copper pot stills. There's 96 calories per 1.5 ounces. That's important. Mm-hmm. Sure. There's no carbohydrates. There's no sugars. And it is certified gluten-free. That's amazing. Yeah. With notes of bright citrus with a smooth, fresh finish. You know what it smells so, like? Tequila. It smells like tequila. <laughs> yeah. That now, is a very distinct smell. And unlike our whiskeys that we normally drink where we, you know, we take a smell and we go, oh, that has a, a vanilla note or it has a, you know, a... a caramel note or a peanut note this just smells like bad decisions yeah that's what tequila tastes like what you guys cannot see is that we have all put salt on our hand yeah because we're gonna have to do this as a shooter so uh so uh so yeah cheers 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 Oh man, um, I do not like. I do not like tequila. No, I've never mm. been a fan of tequila. 
I'm not a spirits person myself, uh, but I, uh, it's kind of nice aftertaste. Oh, it's finally after yeah. the burn goes away. I'm getting a little, little bit of a nice thing there, but so the only oof. way I like tequila is in margaritas. That's it. Uh, mixing it in, just drinking tequila straight. I have never, ever, 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 ever been a fan of that. Uh, you know, friends in college, friends in high school, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> you know, you, you have that, hey, let's do tequila shots. Woo! Um, nah, nah, let's don't. <laughs> Let, let's, let's mix them in margaritas like sensible adults. <laughs> or uh, maybe a tequila sunrise, you know, with orange juice. That's fine. Um, yeah. So we have another bottle of liquor here. Yeah, yeah. That is the Redemption Bourbon Edition. We did the Redemption Rye. Do we need to bust open the... Nah, let's, <laughs> let's save that one for next week. Okay. Uh, I don't want to darken the palate. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I could do uh, two shots of liquor uh, yeah. this, this, this turn. Yeah. <laughs> save it when I'm not here. So, Ugh. we that, missed... I, I Yeah. I don't think we're ever going to do tequila on the show again. Say, we're going to consider that our penance from missing last week. Um, oh, I'm glad. I, I hate that I got roped into that. Well, well, you know, you know, you've been on the podcast before. Yeah. You're always welcome on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Next time, just pick a better week. Yeah, <laughs> just 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 happen to be here on a better week. Right. Um, so normally we would go over what happened in the week in wrestling, but you know, we're, we're basically, we missed a week. Then we got this week that just happened. Um, there's a lot of stuff that is kind of coming gone. So instead of going over the who won what, I see we just jump into it. Yeah. We, we had revolution last weekend. Yeah. Um, very good show. Yes. That overall. Honestly, was a little disappointing to me. Hmm. I enjoyed every match okay. in the show, uh, but nothing changed. Mm. There were no there were no title changes. Well, I mean, isn't that Tony Khan's mo at this point that nothing really changes except yeah. for at double or nothing? So, or not double or nothing. But here's but the problem. All in. Here's the problem I have. With all that. out. Whatever it is. Yeah. No title changes at the pay-per-view. But on Wednesday, Sammy lost the belt to Scorpio Sky. Mm-hmm. So we yeah. had a TNT title change there. And I'm going to bet that next Wednesday, we see Britt Baker drop the title to Thunder Rosa. They're going to be in San Antonio. That would be the perfect time to do that, considering it's Thunder Rosa's hometown. But you just had a pay-per-view where nothing changed, but then you're changing your titles on your weekly television. Why should I buy your pay-per-view? Granted, like I said, Revolution, all the matches were good. Uh, The Adam Cole versus uh, Adam uh, Hangman Adam Page match was really, really good, I thought. As I predicted, Adam won. As Michael predicted, Adam won. Yes. Um, Like, Everything on the show was good. Your powers of prognostication are <laughs> you just know, we, legendary. I mean, we, yeah, yeah. We finally saw our Wardlow face turn. Yeah. Yeah. They'd only been teasing that for like three years. Three years. Yeah. Yeah. So 
I actually am going to go against you here. Okay. I like the idea of titles not changing at pay-per-views. Let me uh, let me let me clarify what I just mentioned here. I like titles being able to change whenever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if I'm paying sixty dollars to watch something, don't give away title changes on the free television two, three days later. Yeah. To me, that yeah. just seems like that that kind of makes me feel like I wasted my money on the pay per view, especially since your women's match, Britt Baker versus Thunder Rosa. Good match that got unfortunately ruined as far as I was concerned by the ending. Then Thunderosa has a match with Layla Hirsch, who became the number one contender, but she isn't really because she had to fight Thunderosa and eliminate her to see who really was the number one contender. But then mm-hmm. Thunderosa won, and Britt actually has a point of, I just beat you. Why did you get another shot so quick? You should have been at the back of the line. And then we're going to do yeah. it at, at, at San Antonio. So it was, no, it was very awkwardly booked. I, I was, don't, I don't disagree with you on that. Like it is very close and it is very shoved in to get her uh, into another title shot this quickly. Has the TNT title ever changed hands at a pay-per-view? I'm not sure. Uh, but if it hasn't, it's oftentimes not even defended at a pay per view. It wasn't defended I mean, at this pay per view. Yeah, so yeah, it was. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. That's right. They clown, crowned the the face of the revolution ladder match. Mm-hmm. Who will fight Sammy for it? Except then on Wednesday, Sammy loses the belt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Scorpio the winner of that Sky. match was Wardlow. By the way. Yeah. Yeah, Wardlow won the face of the revolution, which is great. Mm-hmm. Loved loved the fact he won that. Then you go into the CM Punk thing, which I want to talk about a little more. Um, you know, Wardlow wins, he comes down and during the punk match, turns on punk, finally pay off, turns on MJF, turns on MJF. Yeah. Finally pay off. Loved that. Loved the whole, I don't know what happened to the ring. Oops. Yeah. And then like Max gets hit and punk gets over towards the rope and Wardlow just goes, Oh yeah, it was in this pocket and just sets it on the ring and walks away. Yeah. You know, loved the turn. And then he cut a promo Wednesday night, which I thought was a very good face promo from, yeah. from a guy that we don't get to hear talk. Mm-hmm. You know, Wardlow said what? 20 words in three years. Yeah. yeah. He cut a, he got a very good promo. I thought, well, I mean, and I think we all have said that Wardlow is a future star in this company for sure. And it was just a matter of when he broke away from MJF. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad they and, finally pulled the trigger on it. it's past time that they pull the trigger on that. Uh, Well, I think you and I made the comment on the last show we did talking about, we were getting bored waiting. Yeah. That we were starting to lose steam on the Wardlow face turn because Tony was dragging it out so much. Mm -hmm. Like we shit on WWE a lot. About deservedly so. Deservedly so. Deservedly so. About their like hotshot storylines that start on Brawl and then it seems like the the blow off match happens the next Raw, but it's never a blow off match. It just keeps going. Mm-hmm. You know, we talk about that, or we talk about the fact that they just all of a sudden, this Friday night, these two people who have never talked to each other suddenly hate each other. 
Yeah. You had you had to you catch know. that on social media. Right. They, that's where that feud happened. AEW, on the other hand, they build these stories that are just like these tiny little drops here and there. Like mm-hmm. two and a half years ago, this wrestler bumped into that one on a dynamite in the back, in the background of a Chris Jericho promo. And that started the feud that we never saw until, you know, 18 months later. And then somebody references, you remember that time in catering? Yeah. And, and we're like, huh? huh? And then they <laughs> cut cut back 18 months ago, you know, and they circle it. And, you know, it's like, all right, sure. sure. <laughs> and then that drags on for nine months until you get a payoff. No, I mean, yeah, there, there's a happy medium. In there somewhere. And neither of them do it. And, and neither <laughs> yeah. of them do it. With long-term booking, I personally like the idea of those little random things. I don't think they should go back there and show it. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, come on. We, we don't need that. But you can have something as simple as in a Face of the Revolution ladder match, you have, I'm just going to pick names, Wardlow, throw Orange Cassidy off of the top of the ladder, and that causes a feud in six months. Yeah. Like, you know, you can, you can do that. Like yeah. the fact that WWE doesn't do that with the Royal rumble they, on a regular basis. Exactly. Yeah. Like just have one of the guys walking to the back shoulder bump the next person coming out. And that sets a feud up in six months, you know, you disrespected you, me on the way to the ring. Yeah. Like, but it, it, that kind of stuff can build into something. It can. But if you're waiting 18 months, three years. And they can. Eh. The thing with AEW, I think, is they keep teasing it. Like they tease, okay, here's where he's going to turn. And then he doesn't. Yeah. Here's where he's going to turn. And then he doesn't. Here's where he's going to turn. And then he doesn't. About three or four times, I. I'm not invested anymore. It's yeah. it's the boy who cried wolf. Like exactly. eventually you 100%. just don't care about it. You just get tired of it. You know, like, um, Oh, here's just another tease. Exactly. Now let's talk a little bit about a couple of the matches on revolution. Let's talk about the face of the revolution ladder match first. Mm-hmm. You got big Willie Hobbs, Wardlow, mm-hmm. Keith Lee, mm-hmm. orange Cassidy, mm-hmm. Christian cage, that's it. I think uh, there was one more. It was six. There's six. Who am I missing? Uh, Ricky Starks. Ricky Starks. Yeah. Yeah. So Jay would be mad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, he is from New Orleans. Ricky Starks. Yeah. So Jay has to be his fan. Yes. I absolutely contractually loved, obligated. Absolutely loved the opening of this match. Everybody's in the ring. You see Hobbs, Wardlow, and Keith Lee are all like staring each other down, and then Orange Cassidy rolls up. And does his his Orange Cassidy kicks mm-hmm. on all three of the big guys? I died laughing. You missed yeah. the you missed the even the better Orange Cassidy's the last one to come in. Everybody's sitting there waiting. He rolls into the ring and just keeps rolling on the way out while the bell rings. <laughs> <laughs> Ge- some of some of the Orange Cassidy spots were just genius. There was an amazing one that he had. Oh where yeah, he put the ladder. It, it started out as kind of a comedy spot. He put the ladder around his neck. And was doing yeah. an, an airplane spin. It was a callback to somebody I can't remember who. And uh, you know he hit he hit a couple of people with it, and then Wardlow and Keith Lee, I think it was, yeah, stopped the ladder spinning. Yeah, 
and lifted it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Cassidy's kicking his feet, hanging from <laughs> yeah. it. And he just, he, he skins the cat on top oh. of the ladder and reaches up to grab the ring before the big guys even realize what's happening. And then they just kind of like shake the ladder, the ladder and, and, and crotch him. him. It was so it was good. A great spot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you see, even though we know they're gimmick ladders and all that kind of stuff, we see Wardlow and Hobbs mm-hmm. rip a ladder in half. Yeah. And, and then, you know, between those two, I, d- I don't, I don't think that it necessarily had to be a gimmick right. ladder. Yeah, probably if it was like a wooden ladder that they spray painted, like they could yeah. probably rip that apart. We have Wardlow basically pounce Keith Lee and Hobbs off the announce area to the arena floor, then goes in the ring and does a standing box jump mm-hmm. onto a ladder that stretched across the second rope to a ladder, where he then power bombs Ricky Starks into said ladder. Climbs up and grabs the ring. Yeah, you also missed the the part where uh, Keith Lee uh, threw uh, Orange Cassidy out of the ring and literally overthrew the people who were standing there to catch him. Yeah, Orange Cassidy showed up with a sling. Yeah, he ended up getting hurt. He hurt his shoulder. Um, I thought it was a fantastic ladder match. Yeah, it was good. I'm glad Wardlow won. I was kind of expecting. I was kind of expecting either him or Keith Lee to win. Honestly, um. Which, by the way, that was Keith Lee's first ladder match of his career. Oh. He did very good in it. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, I remember uh, an interview or, or something I read where he's like, yeah, I've never been in a ladder match before. Hmm. A little nervous. Yeah. <laughs> um, the other, uh, the next match I really kind of want to hit on is the CM Punk MJF match. So this was a dog collar match, right? Now, before we get into this, because I think an important part of this match is... CM Punk's entrance. Okay, so I was going to start with it. There's something, so Max comes out first. But but hang on, before we get into the match, mm-hmm. the big news of last week in professional wrestling. People were mad? Uh, no. That's not news, oh, that's just okay. life. Tony <laughs> Khan, this happened last Wednesday, the announcement, which, you know, we weren't able to talk oh, about yeah, last yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tony Khan. Forgot about that. And this is why I'm talking about this yeah. now because it ties into it ties in. CM Punk's entrance. Tony Khan has bought wholesale, all of it, Ring of Honor. Yeah. Yep. So Ring of Honor is now all elite. Yeah. <laughs> Which apparently they're going to keep them as two separate brands, mm-hmm. is what I've heard. Um, which I think is really cool. Yeah. You know, uh, it gives a huge tape library mm-hmm. to AEW at this point. Which I think gives Tony what he needs to really make a play for a streaming service. Mm-hmm. I think you're right. I think that he just had no library, well, I mean, and I know that I think that's why he hasn't done anything. Is, TBS and TNT are owned by Warner Media, which is part of the conglomerate with HBO. Why can't HBO Max have a AEW tab like Paramount has for WWE mm-hmm. where you can get all the old episodes of Rampage, all the old episodes of uh, Dynamite? Hell, put Dark and Elevation on there, even though they're free on YouTube. Go ahead and add them on there just as stuff. Yeah, there's five people out there who probably want to watch those True, matches. True, but add them to it. Have BTE be on there. Mm-hmm. Have... Sammy's vlog and Thunder Rosa's vlog and Eva Luna's vlog have all those YouTube vlogs. Yeah, they're on YouTube. Now, that's fine. Now you've Funnel got Dan them Housen. into it. 
have Danhausen's funnel in, mm-hmm. have your pay-per-views, have all your ROH stuff. You could really quickly have a very large media collection right mm-hmm. there to make it easy for anybody mm-hmm. to just watch it. Like, I'm getting rid of my sling account. Okay. Because I only watch one thing a week on sling. Yeah. Monday night raw. Yeah. And why? And maybe rampage if I am at home Friday night. Mm -hmm. So I'm done paying $38 just for raw for raw. That's a lot for just raw. When I have a Hulu account and yeah, I'm going to miss all the cool stuff because you know, of course we got to cut the cool stuff out of raw when we put it on Hulu. Yeah. I'm going to miss all that, but I'm also gaining an hour and a half of my life back. True. (laughs) So now that we've talked about the acquisition of ROH. So first of all, uh, cult of personality hits and it plays like 15 seconds, 20 seconds of it. And then MJF's music, like the crowd pops huge. Then MJF's music just cuts it off, and Max walks out of the heel tunnel, of course. Yeah. Ha, 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 I got you, you know, laughing. Nuclear heat booze. At this oh, point. yeah. He goes and gets in the ring, and then you hear AFI. Mm-hmm. Uh, Miseria something. It's some Latin remember. stuff. I can't, I can't remember, remember the, the exact name. title of it, but just, it, is a, it is a fire up song. Mm-hmm. And it's what Punk came out to in ROH. Punk walks out in the white and black punk shorts. Not in his traditional, not in his, his what we've come to, uh, mm-hmm. this is CM Punk. He comes out with the the straight edge taped hands. The He is 100% thrown back to the dog collar match he had in ROH. Yep. Exact same look, minus... His hair was a little longer and blonde, and now it's kind of short and gray. <laughs> so, and he put his dog been, on the little uh, on his yeah. uh, jacket that he was wearing. That's yeah. it. <laughs> it's also been what twenty years since that match. Yeah, yeah, easy. So I think we can forgive him for his hair being shorter and gray. Right. Yeah. So they get they get locked up in the dog collars, and they start going to town. And at one point, Punk Blades, because you know you got to in a dog collar match. And he, he kind of almost Eddie Guerrero'd it. Yeah. Because. He's done that twice. <laughs> good Lord. This man started bleeding. And it was flooding down his face at one point. To the point where I was concerned they were about to stop the match. And, and yeah. concerned. that The way I just said that kind of sounds like, oh, man, the match is over because the dude's bleeding out. But more of a. Oh crap! He cut himself bad enough that they're fixing to have to go give this dude stitches in the back. Yeah, yeah, you know, just to get him to the hospital where they can actually right. stitch him up. Well, and just a few days earlier, he had bladed just as bad. Yeah, like just as bad. Yep. Um, MJF gets busted open. They go to town on each other. They're choking each other with the chains. I thought there was a, a one of the really cool things when Punk wrapped the chain around his knee, mm-hmm. where he was going to do the uh, running knee into the stairs. MJF moves. Bust knee, uh, Punk hits his knee and then tells the story for the rest of it about how he couldn't hold Max up to do the, mm-hmm. the go to sleep, all that kind of stuff. Um, they get to the point towards the end of this match, which I think was 25 minutes long, 
Yeah, it was um, pretty long. They get to the end of it. Max yells for Wardlow. Wardlow comes out, and that's where he does the, oh, I forgot the ring. I don't have it. Oh, mm-hmm. no. <laughs> Punk pulls the chain. Pulls As he pulls MJF by the chain, he pulls him onto his shoulders, go to sleep, into thumbtacks that had been laid out. Goes for the pin. MJF kicks out. No, he doesn't go. He doesn't go for, he the, doesn't pin. Go for right. the pin. At that point, Wardlow goes, oh. And that's when he pulls the ring out, puts it on the apron. Punk grabs it, clocks MJF with it. One, two, three. Punk wins. Big up yeah. for the ref counting hard. In those tacks. In yeah. those tacks. Like, you could see him yeah. at, after the match was over, him, like, shaking his hand. because yeah, he was slamming his and hand then he went, into him. And then he did the next yeah. match. Like, he didn't yeah. even get a break. Like, um, what is up with that? They have like 47 refs. Yeah. Why don't we <laughs> rotate refs in and out? Well, because I don't know. Um, so if you hear a buzz in the background, I have no idea what it is. Uh, but it sounds like it's from outside. Might anyway. be next door that the, they're. Um, yeah, there's yeah. a there's a new shop going in next door to our studio, so it could be something going on in there. Either way, I don't know. Well, like, forgive us. Yeah. <laughs> for forgive the the background noise. Uh, but yeah, um, but like I said, overall that was a great match. The the Cole Page match, super great match as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Adam Cole came down in Spartan armor, like Halo Spartan armor. Which I thought was kind of neat. Uh, you had Red Dragon comes down at one point to uh, attempt to help, to attempt to stop him or block him. Yeah, you know, for for Hangman, it doesn't happen. Hangman wins mm-hmm. uh, after Dark Order comes down and runs up, off, runs off yeah. Red Dragon. So, Young Bucks did not come down. Young Bucks did not come down. Well, they're teasing heavy, and 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 you know we talked about this um off air the other night. AEW needs some face tag teams. Well, yeah. they needed some face tag teams. I think that over this week they've managed to suddenly build some. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, but yeah, overall, like I said, overall, I thought Revolution was a great pay-per-view it was a great card let let me rephrase it it was a great card and a great show i didn't think it was a great pay-per-view um yeah yeah i guess maybe i'm the way i see it is like i i want to watch a pay-per-view for great matches not necessarily for title changes or anything like that i guess that's my opinion i thought it was pretty i thought it was pretty good there was only i i was disappointed in the thunder rosa Britt Baker match, but that was about I, it. I was too. I, I was more disappointed in that because of the ending. And yeah, it's just the it is the way it ended. It's it, the well, well that it, AEW goes to. But it also felt like they weren't them. really firing on all cylinders either. Yeah. Well, take take it for a grain of salt because it is from the the dirt sheets. But apparently, they've changed that match several times yeah. throughout the day. Yeah. So that how do you fire on all cylinders? Exactly. You if you have up. no idea what you're doing out there. And we don't train our professional wrestlers these days. 
Yes, I said professional wrestlers. Screw you, Vince. Yeah. Well, they are professional AEW, wrestlers. In AEW, they are. Yeah. Uh, in um, WWE, but, they're not. Yeah. But we don't train our professional wrestlers to call it in the ring. It's well, all pre-planned in the back. And if they don't have the improvis- improvisational skills. Thank you. If they don't have that, if they don't aren't able to do that and they're not practicing doing that, how can we expect them to do a good job yeah. when they don't know what they're going to do Vince, nope. until they're walking out to the ring. The other, Vince. Thing, I, the other thing I think you have there is the AEW talent. I'm not going to say they're new because they're not. But if you look at Brit and look at Brit and Thunder Rosa, perfect example. here. Brit is real new to, to wrestling. Um, she couldn't call a match in the ring. And that's not a knock against her. That's no. the fact that she's only been doing this for like three years. Yeah. Thunder Rosa probably could because she's been wrestling for a long time in multiple different uh, uh, federations, leagues, yeah. whatever you want to call them, right? Mm-hmm. Territories. Um, but as far as like on TV, she hasn't really been on TV, but what, a couple of years um, with AEW? Yeah. She, was, yeah. she was in NWA before that, but they weren't on TV. They were a YouTube channel. Um, so, I mean, she doesn't have the the television experience to ring general a match, I don't yeah. think. Um, so, yeah, you can you can very quickly, plus you, you change everything up two or three times. Yeah, you quickly end up with a problem. Uh, and then, of course, it also did the, the AEW thing of, going to the well of interruptions and outside interference and idiot refs way too much in that mm-hmm. match. And, and yeah. I, I, the good news is when they have their match this coming Wednesday, I think yeah, right? it's yeah. in a cage, uh, it is in a cage, which, you know, automatically it's in a cage. It prevents all forms of interference. Oh, from, of course. His, and you know, the thing is historically, Yes, and I think with AEW, you'll probably get close to that, I think. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to, because the last cage match they did was what, Cody and Wardlow? Like no, the actual was, cage uh, match. Um, uh, Young Bucks and the Lucha Brothers. Oh, that's right. Um, But those actual cage matches, they had a little bit of outside stuff going on, but it wasn't terrible. Okay, I know what that is now. I know what I know hear, what's going on if you now. You hear the noise. Yeah. It's the it looks like a mosquito spray truck. Or a street sweeper. Or a street sweeper truck. Um apparently recording at ten o'clock Friday nights. Not, not the greatest. It's not time, a bad good time. time here at uh the McNarb Studios. Yeah. Uh but anyway. we still want to say thank you to McNarb Gaming here in Gauche, which we'll wrap that up at the end. Yes. Oh, yeah, thank you, Greg. <laughs> um so yeah, here here's hoping the cage match turns out well. Mm-hmm. You know, their their lights out match was one of the best matches in AEW history. Oh yeah. I'm hoping we have the same out of the cage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I mean and realistically, I think that kind of wraps up Revolution. Yeah. As far as I mean, we had the triple threat tag team match for uh oh, no it doesn't. We had the triple tech tra- yeah, triple, triple threat, threat tag, tag team, team match between Bucks Drag Red Dragon and uh, Jungle Jungle, Jungle Boy, Boy Jungle Express uh, Jurassic uh, Express Jurassic Express which Jurassic Express won they retained mm-hmm. 
Um, good match. Not a whole lot to go into. Uh, we saw Sting do a Stinger Splash off of a balcony. Yeah. He there pretended was that. He, he channeled New Jack. Yeah. He uh, he dove off of a balcony through a double stack of chair of double stack of tables onto Andrade. So yeah. I mean and he yeah, didn't that, die. That's so the thing that. that happened. Yeah. Yeah. Um not something I ever wanted to see, I don't think, but you no. know, hey, if he can still take the bumps, I, I guess go sting. Go, Sting, go. I want to give a shout-out to the match that was way better than it had any right to be, and that was Jericho Kingston. That match was good. Like, um, it, I had no faith in that match, and it was like, oh, this was actually really good, and they told a good story, and everybody, like, played their part very well. That's and, great. And it led to Dynamite, a full Jericho face turn, or heel turn. Heel turn. As he forms... The Jericho, the Jericho, Jericho Appreciation Society. Society. Which is Jericho, Hager, 2.0, and Daniel, and Garcia. Daniel Garcia. Which is and when I say fine, forms, whatever. Jericho turned mm-hmm. on Proud and Powerful. Yes. Beat them down in the ring. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's also Jericho. it's also continuing the experiment of just let's throw Eddie Kingston with whoever we can and see if this sticks. Right. Now, I do want to say, and I don't remember if we talked about this last time or not, but I do want to say props to Jericho. Mm-hmm. He Dude, has put good. in the work. He had let himself go mm-hmm. a little bit. Oh, which yeah. The man is in his 50s. Do what you got to do. You've, you've earned the right to, to let yourself right. go. That being said, he's put in the work, and he looks as good as he's ever looked in his yeah. career. He has, he has definitely yeah. gotten cut. He, in fact, Wednesday night when he came out, because he didn't shake Kingston's hand like he said he would, that was the whole kickoff for Dynamite. Hey, I'm Jer- you know Jericho comes down. I wouldn't shake his hand. Uh, that was you know wrong of me. He earned my respect. Yada yada yada. And like while he's walking around the ring, it's like, dude, that. Jericho looks like Jericho from 2001 mm-hmm. at this point. Mm-hmm. Like he has cut way down. Uh, you know, Ric Flair tummy's gone. Looks like he got back onto the DDPY yeah. train. Mm-hmm. I mean, dude looks like he can go again. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because what was it? A couple of months ago, three, four months ago, we were sitting here talking about that he needs to think about retiring because he's just. He doesn't have it anymore. Well, yeah. it's and it's not even that he didn't have it. He just didn't seem like he cared. Like he wanted yeah. to put the effort in. And like I said, he's fifty what fifty some years yeah, old now. He deserves it. If, I mean, if don't he get doesn't me wrong. want, if he wants to retire, man, thank you. Yeah, I mean, thank you for Jericho, the years of entertainment. Yeah, Jericho is one of the goats. Period. Yeah. yeah, you know, I mean, he has done it better for longer than just about anybody. Yeah. Um, Constantly reinventing himself. Yeah. He, he is, Jericho has had this uncanny ability to know when what he was doing was beginning to lose all of its steam and then become something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and really make you, oh, that's Jer- Jericho. Yay. Jericho's on my TV again. You know, yeah. instead of that whole, God, just go away. Mm-hmm. Um, we saw a debut, saw a couple of debuts, couple of debuts. this week on Dynamite. Three debuts. 
Well, we saw a debut on Revolution, which we need to hop back to real quick. Of okay. William Regal. Mm-hmm. Because that, we, yeah, that was okay. we skipped the uh, we skipped the Moxley Brian match, which was which it's Moxley and Brian. It was awesome. <laughs> it's it's, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. Barn burner. Yeah. And then we had William Regal show up at the end of them and slap the shit out of both yeah. of them. Which great. Yeah. And uh, you know, kind of pulled them together. Again, I want him to end every promo by slapping just slapping him. the ever living shit out of both of them. <laughs> that would be great. That's all I want to happen. Um, so then we see them on dynamite. Uh, he cuts a very long promo, which he apologizes far afterwards. You know, Hey, my bad. I got a little rambly. Yeah. Hadn't been on TV in a while. Yada, yada, yada. He but got emotional. He got, he emotional, got emotional. He came out, he did go over his time yeah. and you could see, uh, uh, Tony Schiavone was like looking at his watch trying to wrap him up and you could see like, okay, he's over time, but I don't care. Yeah. Me either. <laughs> Me either. Um, it was one of the best promos I have seen in a long time. And that is with him breaking down and having to stop 100% not scripted. Yeah. You know, he had to gather his thoughts. Yep. Um, we saw at revolution, they announced uh swerve Strickland. Yep. Had signed. Mm-hmm. And then he came out on dynamite. And then he had his first match tonight on Rampage. Yeah. Yep. Um, and then we also saw uh, Monsieur Jeffrey Nero oh. uh, Hardy. Brother Nero, we knew you'd come. Right. So <laughs> let's let's talk a little bit about Jeff. Last we heard from Jeff Hardy, he was fired mm-hmm. from WWE. Potentially after having relapsed, Mm -hmm. Jeff Hardy, Matt Hardy always maintained that no, he didn't relapse. Supposedly, Jeff has the test results, and no, there was no relapse. Clean, yeah. Um, that he just maybe had a bad day and walked out of the match. Fine, yeah. Yeah. WWE tried to get him to come back, Mm -hmm. offering him a Hall of Fame slot which he apparently turned down because they were just going to induct him yeah. Yeah. and not Matt. Yep. Which cuz while while I think that Jeff does deserve to be in the Hall of Fame on his own. Mm-hmm. You don't induct him into the Hall of Fame first time without Matt Hardy. The first time oh, yeah, they go, yeah. the first the time they go in as the Hardy before. boys. Yeah, the yeah. Hardys go in together and then you can circle back and you can induct well, Jeff on his own. And mm-hmm. I think Matt deserves it too for different reasons. Yeah. yeah. But Bubba made a Bubba Dudley, which we all hate, um, yeah. made a comment. Trash which, human being. Which I kind of agree with his comment. He had asked at the Hall of Fame when the Dudley boys got inducted, could they induct them, Edge and Christian, and the Hardy boys basically all at the same time? Yeah. And they were told, no, absolutely not. Mm hmm. Um, we've since seen Edge go in, Christian. Uh, we saw Edge go in before the Dudleys. Yeah. yeah. We saw the Dudleys go in. We saw Edge go in. saw the Dudleys go in. Christian, I doubt we'll ever be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Vince hates him. Um, and I wouldn't bet on Jeff or Matt being in anytime soon. No. Yeah. That's not going to happen. Maybe in the future, you know, 10, 15 years down the road. I think... If WWE is sold to another company, mm-hmm. 
then we see Christian go in. We see Matt and Jeff go in. If Triple H rises back to power, yeah. I think we see Christian go in. Mm-hmm. If Stephanie becomes the person who is in power, I don't know. I don't know how Stephanie feels yeah. about them. Right. But they're not going to go in at any point in time while Vince McMahon is in charge and they're so. in a different company. I, I, I would so. I would say never say never with that. If theoretically uh, Vince McMahon lives to long enough, like there's going to be a long enough time where he was going to be okay because he's made, there's been a lot of people who have recently like been coming back or been into the hall of fame. Didn't we always used to say like Jeff Jarrett was never going to come back. Jeff Jarrett would never come like, back. That's again. true. Uh, but I don't think, wait, 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 Bret Hart, Bret Hart. Yeah. Like, I don't think there's a length of time that Vince is actually going to live to for it. But it theoretically, I think that is possible if he were to live. Well, to and, that and age. don't forget Vince's mom is like 99 or she just passed away at like 99. Mm-hmm. I don't remember which. So please, you know, yeah. but, um, theoret- theoretically, Vince could live for a little while longer. And Vince is not one of those people who's going to retire into that good night. No, uh-uh. Vince will be at his desk He'll when he dies. Yes. He'll die at his desk and then continue writing raw. And then, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Raw will have to be changed like several times. So he'll have to so, stay alive just a second longer. Yeah. The one thing that Vince has always said too, is if it makes sense for business, it doesn't matter what his personal feelings are, yeah. which is kind of what he talked about with Brett. It's what he had talked about with, uh, Jeff Jarrett, you know, he's made that comment on several people. He even made it recently about CM Punk. Mm. CM Punk did not feel the same. No, <laughs> but well, and, and Vince's you know, those comments had been made. Vince is very much gone from pro wrestling, which is what he was when he took over the show back in the what was it, late seventies, early eighties, when he bought mm-hmm. WWF from his dad. Yeah, early eighties, I think. Yeah. He was a pro wrestling fan. Vince is one of the best commentators that has ever worked in wrestling. Vince. But at some point he became a businessman and all he cares about is business. And I'm sorry to cut you off. Vince saved wrestling in the mid nineties by becoming a sports entertainment company. Mid nineties or mid eighties? Mid nineties. Uh, attitude era. Yeah. Okay. Because no, in the eighties, in the eighties, wrestling was still wrestling. I mean, you we can talk about the steroid trials. We can talk about the, you know, him having to come out and officially say, "Hey, this is fake." Well, yeah. but I was um, I was thinking eighties with WrestleMania, him actually going and buying well, the the territories up, roping yeah, in Cindy Lauper and Mr. T, even, and that group. Even with that, those were attractions. But I wouldn't say that wrestling was entertainment at okay. that point. It was still wrestling. Okay. You know, yeah, Cindy Lauper showed up. Yeah, Mr. T was there. Yeah, Mike Tyson was there. You know, well, that was well, more that the was, car. That was, that was more the carny ele- element. I yeah. think still bleeding but, in. No, I, like, but I, it wasn't. It wasn't entertainment. It is full on entertainment now. Yes. And it kind of got there in the Attitude Era, where it had to change because wrestling got that very bad stigma. Mm-hmm. Of about what wrestling was and it had to do something different and it did it and WCW for that matter. You know, they well, both changed what wrestling was 
to become this entertainment program yeah. that was more about the entertainment value than what was necessarily going on in the ring. Remember though, Vince fought too tooth far. and nail. Yeah. Remember Vince fought tooth and nail to even go into the attitude era. Yeah. It was the only reason Eric he did Bischoff was he was and trash beat out of him. Yeah. Yeah. 83, 83 weeks. Yeah. <laughs> um, but when he did, when he finally made that jump to, okay, we're going to go to this PG, you know, this PG 13 style, uh, wrestling entertainment that has matches. Vince did it better than WCW ever dreamed of. NWO was this huge thing. And then it got in its own way and they couldn't well, stop it. And that was because to get certain names, they gave them creative control, crazy contracts. And so once you have 12 people that have creative control, there goes your book. Yeah. You can't do, what can you do? What can you do at that point? (laughs) So I'm not going to take, I'm not going to lay down for Kevin Nash. Right. Kevin Nash is going to lay down. Well, Kevin Nash isn't going to lay down for, so, you know, you lose those matches. You, You lose, seeing some of that and then they throw everybody into everybody was in the NWO. Everybody's NWO. in the NWO. So even Sting, whose whole thing is that he was not going to join the NWO, joined, joined the Wolfpack. The NWO. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what? Yeah. But anyways, sorry, you you were you yeah. were gonna say something and I cut you off again. I was gonna say we kind of got way off we the got, topic that we, we were are super well, off topic. I was yeah. gonna twist back. We were talking about Vince Vince appeared on Pat McAfee's show. Yeah. And he said a lot of quiet parts out loud. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, he also told Pat that Pat could have a match at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Now we're pretending because this is WWE and screw history. We're pretending that Pat McAfee's never wrestled before. Well, he hasn't. He wrestled yeah. in NXT. And that yeah, that count. doesn't count. That's yeah. basically another but, place. Regardless of the fact that Pat McAfee, who has never wrestled before that match, put on what was hands down a three or four star four star match with Adam Cole, Bebe. Pat McAfee's never wrestled, and before. then did it again in a War Games match. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, yeah. Uh, Pat McAfee has never wrestled before, so he's going to get a chance to wrestle at WrestleMania, and then we find out it's going to be against Austin Theory. Yeah. And I don't care because I don't yeah, care for don't, Austin Theory. I don't care for Austin Theory. I, I don't care about I, that match at all. I stopped liking Austin Theory when he quit being Johnny Gargano's son. Yeah. You know, when the way dissolved uh, and they did away with that and he came up to main roster and he's a, a, a shittier version of Tyler Breeze mm-hmm. when Tyler Breeze originally. Well, what's started. his claim to fame now getting the the ever loving hell beat out of him by Brock Lesnar. And then Brock Lesnar taking a selfie with right. his camera. Like that's, that's what he's known for now. Well, Austin theory has been taking selfies with people. He beat. Yeah. You know, so, and then Brock beats him up. Sure. You can tell that I do not watch WWE. Yeah. Sure. Now I love, and it was talked about it before, but because we brought up Brock Lesnar, I love Brock's current character. Well, I made the comment. This yeah. was before you got here. I told Brady, I said, I feel bad for the fact that I kind of want Brock to win at Mania and unify the titles. Yeah. That makes me feel bad that I'm I'm actively cheering for the part-timer to win. They've, they've set up a damned-if-you-do, damned-if-you-don't scenario here's, with here's that. Here's the thing with Brock. They have. 
here's the thing with Brock right now and why I think it works. Brock actually looks like he's having fun again. Yeah, this he isn't does. just a paycheck. Yeah. He's he is there not because they're paying him millions of dollars they are. Yeah. Yeah. He's there because five, he wants five millions to be. of those dollars. <laughs> yes. He's there millions because of he dollars. wants to be millions of human monies. Human monies. <laughs> and that is a huge difference in Brock because We've said it before. Brock Lesnar is a once-in-a-lifetime athlete. For the sure. man is a, a freak. He can cross a 20-by-20-foot 20 20 ring in two steps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he's having fun, and when you get to see that, yeah, yeah, that is something well, you can to go, witness. You can go back and look at the different matches where Brock wanted to have those matches, like with AJ, like with mm-hmm. uh, Brian Danielson. Mm-hmm. Those matches were good yeah. Versus go back and watch Brock versus, you know, just some random somebody. Usually Roman Reigns. Roman. <laughs> y- y- random somebody. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, I, I don't think. No, acknowledge him. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. That's his thing, right? <laughs> I don't. I don't. I think Brock likes wrestling Roman, but I don't think he wants to wrestle Roman. He doesn't Always want to wrestle only. him. There's, there's been several times where he has not wanted to wrestle Roman and he's just kind of had to. Had to. Yeah. Because um, I think. Brock wants to work with the guys like AJ, the guys yeah. like Brian Danielson, and the people wants- that he can get creative with. Yeah. Instead, he kept getting put with Roman. Well, that's because Roman kept getting put in the top card. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, and, and, and it's really not either of them's fault necessarily. And this is the thing you have Roman, who has without question, been doing some of the best work of his career. Yeah. Yeah. As the head of the table, the tribal chief, this heel Roman has been the best work he's ever done. Yeah. I don't think anybody can make any kind of arguments otherwise. But it's become stale. Yeah. It's like we talked about with MJF. It's become stale. Well, the Usos came out. To do something. Cut a promo talking about how he's he's been almost two years the champ. Like when, that gets old. Back in the day, here comes you know here comes the Shakes Walker you know old man yells Rawr. at cloud old man yells at clouds moment. You know you had like Santino, uh, not Santino Morella, Bruno San Martino, oh, Lord. Bruno San Martino. <laughs> ooh, ooh. Somebody, you're gonna <laughs> right. get a dirty email, I sir. Probably sir. Am. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna be the one to write right. it. Um, <laughs> Bruno was champ for like seven years. Yeah. Right. That was a different time. Yeah. These long championship reigns, I don't think work in the WWE style. Yeah, I mean we've had we've had several champs in AEW that have had the belt for a good long time. Well, it's because a feud is is only as last as long as the next pay per view, right? Or the next big whatever Which goes back Saudi Arabia Blood Money before. show. Um, so so you you run through he's run Roman has run through everybody. Just over and over and over. He doesn't have credible opponents yeah. anymore. Anybody that was credible, he's either beaten them or because there for a bit, it was, like you said, every other pay-per-view, mm-hmm. he was fight facing somebody new and mm-hmm. there was no time to breathe. He went through the entire roster. Yeah. Through yeah. beating. The longest feud. KO beating. But AJ it, beating. You know. the, the longest feud that he had with somebody was with Kevin Owens. He still hasn't beat Kevin Owens mm. clean. Right. Uh, and then 
they just walked away from that. The only credible threat other than Brock to Roman right now is Seth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the only that Seth and Drew because they've mm-hmm. which have kept Drew away they have from smartly him. kept Drew away from him. Yeah. And I don't want Drew to go against him unless yeah. Drew's going to well, take the title. They kept off Drew him. away from Roman, yeah. but I feel bad for Drew because what have they done with him? They put him in a never-ending feud with an Applebee's manager. Yes. Well, that's because he got injured. No, 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 no. He bought the franchise now. He's that's happy right. Corbin. That's right. He's happy Corbin. Yeah, yeah, my bad. He he Drew got injured. I think his feud with Corbin's yeah. over with. No, but, it's not. No, no they sucker just, is not. They just had a match on SmackDown, would, and they have allow- a match at WrestleMania. Okay. The man what pointed I, his sword to the WrestleMania sign, while sir. While looking at what Corbin. I, what I was going to say, what I was going to say, is that I think his feud with Corbin would have been over or was over. Then he got injured. He still is not at a hundred percent. He's wrestling injured. Yeah. And I think that they're keeping him with happy Corbin. God, God, I hate that name. Uh, And madcap Moss, which I hate even more than happy Corbin. Remember for a quick (laughs) second when he was sad Corbin and we were all like, this is the best work he's ever done. And then they were just like, Nope. Amazing. And then they're like, Let's just put him right back in the same old character. They were this close to being able to turn him face. Baron (laughs) Corbin. Baron Corbin. Face. (laughs) Face How are these words coming out of my mouth? Face as a homeless man. As a homeless man. We're we're just going to go ahead. We're going to turn Brady down a little bit. (laughs) Um, So, yeah. We mentioned SmackDown. Let's mention something else that happened on SmackDown. Um... We had a tag match of the New Day being uh, Kofi Kingston yeah. and Big E. Hey, y'all um, remember when Big E was the WWE champion? That never happened. No, no. That was, they, that was a fever. They gave him a four-wheeler that, to make up for that. Yeah, yeah. Which they, Which they destroyed last week. Uh, but they're going to have a toy. They gave him a four-wheeler because he, he has an action figure coming out of him on a four-wheeler. So they had to give him a four-wheeler. So in the, for a reason. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so we had a we had a tag match though of the New Day versus uh, Sheamus and and Rich Holland mm-hmm. and their new newsboy, uh, whose name is uh, Butch. Which, <laughs> which, um, this new kid on the block, Brady. You know, looked, I've, I've turned you down so that if you do feel the need I mean, to scream, you can. He looked like he might be 15, 16 years old. You know, fell right out of Gangs of New York. Mm-hmm. You know, standing on the street corner, yelling about how you can get your uh, your, your newspaper here for a for a shiny nickel. I um, wish that y'all were here in the studio with us to see the absolute uh, pain. See the aneurysm that's going through Brady's <laughs> okay, mind so, as I describe uh, Pete so, Dunn. So, so I haven't watched any WWE product in quite some time. I haven't even kept track of it. I think since last since SummerSlam last. <laughs> Um, and, and I'm so glad that I didn't because I would have to go to the doctor to get uh blood pre- pressure medication <laughs> because I almost had a stroke watching them turn Pete Dunn, one of the most <laughs> underrated guys that they have. And one of the guys who has done so much in NXT, great character, great guy. And they, they, the band was wearing overalls. He no, was he wearing no, he wasn't. He had on he had on suspenders, sir. Suspenders. He had on, he had on slacks. I can't even say it right. He had it on makes slacks. Me so mad. He had on slacks. I hate he had WWE so beater. much. To our so listeners, much. 
to our listeners, Brady's face. You look like face, an extra from Newsies. Brady's face is completely red right yes. now. When they introduced him, I legitimately, when there was like five was minutes where I could not think, I could not I even to, think straight. I need to go through this scene because <laughs> I was sitting on the couch and we were watching and they were doing a backstage interview with Seamus and, and Ridge Holland. And Seamus says that we have a friend that's going to join us tonight. And he's been known all over the world by many different names, but, but we know him as Butch. And then this little kid walks on the screen and I oh, went, God. Is that Pete Dunn? And about that time I hear, oh, <laughs> as Brady devolved mm. into madness. <laughs> oh, Brady's I... soul has shattered and is on the floor. <laughs> the and dis- I'm not sure how to clean it up. The disdain the, that, it, that, the that WWE has for their wrestlers from NXT is baffling. The best part of this is immediately wrestling Twitter blew up with it. Mm-hmm. Because of how stupid it was, um, you had Sean Ross Sapp of Fightful Select uh, typing out "send Butch" instead of "send Hook." <laughs> uh, we have John Silver, Johnny Hungy himself, tweeting out, uh, "It's all about the Butch" <laughs> instead of the Budge. Um, several wrestlers and and news wrestling, you know, wrestling uh, journalists have made. Quite a few comments about this. It it does not make any sense. No, like, like Brady said, you do the, everything that you can to make him look as bad as possible. You give him a dumb name. You make him look dumb. You put him with really tall guys so he looks like a child. He looked 15, 16 years old. You don't let Legit. him do anything but punch Kofi Kingston after he's already lost the match. That's yep. uh, That's it. Yeah, it was not a good look. Baffling. Now, baffling. Unfortunately, in this match, it looked like Big E got hurt. Big E went over the top rope and apparently landed on his head. He got suplexed mm. over the top rope and stretched out during the commercial. He did manage to get a thumbs up to the crowd. Yep. That's good. So that is a good sign. But um, hopefully Big E is able to continue yeah, hopefully it's and, a, and come back hopefully fairly it's quickly. Hopefully it's just a stinger yeah. or maybe a sprain or something yeah. like that, and it's not something major. Yeah. Um, definitely hoping for that. Um, well, speaking of people with broken necks, Kevin Owens came out Monday night Yeah. after he and Seth Rollins lost their bid to become tag the team tag team champions, and he challenged one Stone Cold... Steve Austin. He didn't challenge him. Well, he, he did. He invited him to be on the KO show at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. He challenged Stone Cold <laughs> yeah. Steve Austin to meet him at WrestleMania. And Stone Cold uh, responded uh, and from the middle of nowhere. Yeah, and he, it feels like it's going to be the Kevin Owens show segment. That's going to that's going it's, to lead to a match. It's going oh, to God, turn I into. I, I don't think it'll turn into a match. I think what we'll see is we'll see Stone Cold stun Kevin Owens, then probably stun him again, then pour a beer on him, then and drink, drink a, a lot beer, of beer, and then get the crowd hot, and then leave. Yeah, and then Kevin Owens will roll out of the ring, and then we'll have one of our our matches, one of our like main events yeah. or something like that. So the crowd is 
super hot, super pumped because Stone Cold. Well, if they do, if they do that, that's the best case scenario in this. If they do that, we're getting Booker T. We're gonna get Shawn Michaels because he did name drop both of them as well. So we will get the segment where they'll all hit Kevin because Kevin Owens was running down Texas. So we'll get a Spinner Rooney. We'll get a Stunner. We'll get a Super Kick. We'll get all of them drinking beer, and then we'll probably have Stone Cold stun uh, Booker T and stun Shawn Michaels. So the crowd's like, yeah, that's Stone Cold. He stunned everybody. Yeah. Pew, 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 yeah. pew. That's probably And it. then there you go. And yeah. you know what? I'll be standing right there. Yay. <laughs> yeah, Stone Cold, Stone Cold we'll stunned everybody. Stone Cold throws Shawn Michaels a beer, and uh, Shawn Michaels pretends to drink it because he's a good Christian boy and yeah. he can't drink it. And then liquor. he's going to get stunned yeah. over the top rope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's going to be a beautiful sell. Honestly, I would love it if Sean did Could that. Still do that. Yeah. Like, do it, Sean. Yeah. Just, I, do it. Yeah. Um, apparently, Cody is supposed to show up on Raw Monday. That, that is the, the idea. That's where they want him to debut. There's still no word on if he's actually signed a contract or not. Right, they're they're still getting the rights to the Stardust music. Yeah. So. It's, still, it's been a will they, won't they, it seems like, for the past week or so. Well, and the apparently negotiations broke down. I, I really feel like Cody's asking for more than he's worth. And in his mind, he's worth X it, amount. In yeah. Cody's and, mind. He is worth the most of any wrestler. Yeah, he is ever. worth infinite money. He is one a and one B with, yeah. right, with Kenny Omega. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. In, in yeah. Cody's mind, Cody is worth all the money, which two years ago. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 Cody Rhodes. I still don't Cody want, I Rhodes still won't call has him never. And one B yeah. No, 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 no. I was. I didn't mean that. Okay. I'm sorry. I was misconstrued because I was th- thinking of one thing, and then you went past that. Gotcha. Uh, being worth a whole bunch of money, like yeah, okay. that's what you I'm talking what? about. He is. He has never been one uh, A to one B. Uh, I'm sorry. Ago, a year ago, Cody was worth more to AEW than he is now. Yes. Pure yeah. and simple. A year ago, they didn't have Brian Danielson. They didn't have uh, Adam Cole. And let's face well, they also it, they didn't, didn't have Cody separating himself from the rest right. of the roster. They didn't have Cody. And, and, and the let's be realistic. The only thing that Cody brings to WWE is the fact that he is a founding member of AEW. It's a feather in their cap. Yeah. He brings nothing else to WWE at this moment in time. Which I would hope Cody would be firmly against them trying to use that in any kind of negative light. But does it matter? Right, does it matter? Mm. So, I don't know. We we will see where this all shakes out. We may end up with Cody walking out on the very first Ring of Honor as the the controlling partner of Ring of Honor. I'll be honest. If it's a, if, it, if this whole thing is a huge swerve, I will probably stop watching AEW for a little <laughs> while because I, I, I I don't, don't mean I don't, it, I don't mean it as that. a swerve. What I mean it as is a you know Cody legit left. Cody was legit going to WWE. WWE stuff fell apart. Cody and Tony started talking a little bit more and Tony was like, you're not worth what I was going, what you want. However, how about this? Yeah. And kind of, I, could, and, okay. and, and I would be okay with that. And Cody might be realizing that if, you know, he's like, well, Cody ultimate warrior himself. Yeah. Let's, let's just say Cody was asking for $5 million just to keep things easy. Let's say Cody right. was asking $5 million and Tony's like, man, I'll pay you three. Right. And, He's like, no, I'm worth five. So he walks away, and WWE's like, we'll give you three. We'll give you three. He might be realizing, which, oh, which maybe honestly, my stock three, is not as high as I thought. Yeah. Three may be too much for Cody. 
Right. I, I picked random numbers. Right, okay. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, thinking about WWE, but, you know, the numbers you picked have a value there. Thinking yeah. about WWE terms, Roman gets five. Brock gets five. Uh, Kevin got five, I think. Kevin got three. Did I he thought. get three? Mm-hmm. Uh, Becky got f- Becky and Seth get four. Mm-hmm. Um, KO was three. Uh, there were several other in that three range. Yeah. Um, yeah, Cody could fit in that range, I guess. No, Cody is two. Cody's two, two Cody, and a half, I really Cody, think. You, you cannot put Cody Rhodes on the same level as Kevin Owens. I'm sorry, you cannot do it. Yeah. Um, One last thing that I do want to hit on before we kind of wrap up, because we've been going for about an hour now. Um, We have a new NXT champion. And I know we don't talk about NXT really anymore, because we've Who all does? stopped watching it. But... uh. You know, uh, Braun Breaker was the NXT champ. He beat Ciampa. Uh, made okay. his uh, Raw debut this week. He made his Raw de- oh, okay. debut. You know, he got his he got his NXT title. And it, just to because... remind everybody, Braun Breaker is the son of... Um, the famous uh, Jonathan Breaker. Yes. Yes. No, he's the, the son... Of the Westminster Breakers. <laughs> yes. He's the son... <laughs> <laughs> He's the son of Rick Steiner. He, yes, he's the son of Rick Steiner of the Rumors Steiner the brothers. Hall of Fame yeah, this year. Yeah, I saw that. Um, so NXT, of course, new blood. We we got rid of all the old heads. Yeah, you know. or we have humiliated them into the ground. Yeah, we're we're all about the new people, all about new talent, our developmental. We we've changed the colors around. It's bright. It's shiny. It's, it's what the kids we're bringing like. in blank gonna, slates and building them up in the WWE. We're image. gonna make it look like Ricky Lake. So, so we got a new champion. We got a new champion. One Dolph Ziggler. Uh, wait, wait, NXT hold champion. on. That's, did they like? Did they like bring a new guy in and like give him like Dolph <laughs> like the name Dolph Ziggler? They just took it from the old nope. guy. It's the Cor- same guy. Cor- it's Cor- the same guy. Corwin White was uh You're right. Was he even in NXT ever? No. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, no, because his debut was as Well, he debuted as Oh one yeah, of the yeah. Spirit Squad. Oh yeah, no, he was in the No. He Pre-Spirit was Kerwin Spirit Squad. Kerwin White's oh, caddy. That's right. Oh yeah, I forgot. And then about he was that. in the Spirit Squad. Then he was in Spirit Squad and then he was Dolph. Oh um, man. Because he was Nikki in the Spirit Squad. Yeah. yeah. So he is uh Oof. he is the NXT champion. Yeah, because so. him and him and Champa got into it, and he went to NXT, and they had a uh, triple threat, and he pinned Champa, and Braun Breaker lost the belt. Huh? That's so, uh that's a new decision. NXT champion. That's a thing that happened. So so, but wait, so hold on, hold on, hold on. So, but like the the women's champion, like Andy that's Rose. a new. Has she ever been in NXT? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. She was in NXT. Her and Sonya were both in NXT. Not for very long, though. For, I don't not think not for a long time, but they were in NXT. Okay. Okay. Um, but and I will say this: with her coming back to NXT several months ago, she has completely redesigned yeah. me. I did that for the joke, but yeah, it's, it, that yeah. I'm not as upset about that. But like, but still, it. it, it but it's still telling. Yeah. We redid yeah. NXT completely. It's going to focus on developmental and new talent. But we our, fired all these but, great people who right. were indie wrestlers. But two of our, our two top champions are both main roster people. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway. Mm. Fun times in yeah. the rest of the world. Just The I'm only sober. other news item in wrestling, and I don't remember if we mentioned this on the last one or not, it 
kind of came out about the time we were recording oh, yeah, or yeah. right no, there after. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, wrestling adjacent at this point. It, well, yeah. wrestling adjacent, but UFC star, former WWE wrestler for a brief period of time, Kane Velasquez. He also wrestles in like AAA, I think, yeah. too. Uh, but Kane Velasquez was arrested and charged with attempted murder. Oof. For for accidentally shooting a dude while he was trying to shoot another dude who allegedly molested his cousin, I think, or his niece, or there, his daughter, yeah, or there, something. He supposedly was molesting his a family member. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll leave it at that because we don't know. Now, I completely understand where he's coming from. Yeah, me too. Yeah. That being said, we should not be taking justice into our own hands. That never works. Historically, that has never worked. Or if we're going to take justice into our own hands, let's not accidentally shoot somebody that's not related. To yeah, that, that would be so good. So while I feel for the victim of the person that Kane was trying to kill. Yeah. <laughs> not the person he shot, the no, other person. No. Yeah. <laughs> the, the victim of the person. Kane is where he deserves to be. Yeah. And he, he deserves to whatever punishment yeah. the state of California deems that he should get. Which Kane Velasquez has a lot of money, so 100 hours of community service and maybe a year or two of probation. Uh, he will probably it's get... attempted murder. He's getting some jail time. He's going to get jail time, time served. That's probably. gonna. That's probably yeah. what's gonna be. Yeah, I, I could see that, but like, I, I think he gets at least a year of jail time. Maybe um, depends on how they go about it. No, no. Look, we're talking California here. He's gonna be sentenced to at least a year of jail time. He'll be out in thirty days. Yeah. But he's gonna be sentenced to a fair year enough, of jail fair time. Enough, fair this enough. is California. Fair yeah. enough. That being said, let justice do its thing. The man, I believe, was not even. He had just been released on on bond. Yeah, he wasn't like he was was let go from what I understand. Justice is not quick. Justice is slow. Let it work its way through the system. Yeah, don't don't try to take justice into your own hands. Yep. So uh, do we have anything else wrestling related? Uh, Just as a capstone, I can just I just want to say that I am uh, very glad that I have continued uh, to not watch WWE. Uh, it has saved me so much money in doctor bills. Yes. Well, Brady, thank you so much for coming on the show this week. Oh, no we problem. really appreciate yeah. you being here. Um, I enjoyed the conversation with three of us here. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah. It was good times. We would like to say thank you to McNard gaming here in Gautier, Mississippi for allowing us to use this space, even though it's uh, apparently a slightly noisy at 10 o'clock on a Friday night. Yeah. Um, live and learn. Yeah. <laughs> But no, uh, seriously, thank you to McNarm Gaming yeah, here thank in you, Greg. Thank you. Uh, they have everything you could want. If you're looking to get into gaming or if you need some games for you and the family, they have it there. They have all the D&D. They have uh, Warhammer, Age of Sigmar, Warhammer 40K. Magic. Yeah. Pokemon. If you want puzzles, they got puzzles. You want to play Monopoly. They have 37 different versions yeah, of Monopoly. Yeah, they got Monopolies. Uh, I don't know why you would do that to yourself, but hey, they can help you out if that's what you want to do. So come on down, tell them we sent you, pick up some games for you and the family to play. And um, while you're here in Gaucher, you can swing by Big Dog Liquor. 
Uh, go in, get yourself a bottle of something that's not the Rocks tequila. Uh, <laughs> unless you're a tequila person. If Look, you're a tequila hey, person, you know, have at it. I don't uh, yeah, know. If, oh. if you're a tequila person, then I'm sure you will love the Rocks tequila. I am very much a whiskey person. They have, but they have tequilas, they have whiskeys, they have vodkas, they have rum, gin, liquors, wines on top of wines on top of wines, mixers, you name it, you can probably get it there. Uh, it has discounts of different sorts, military discounts, senior discounts, uh, case discounts on wine. So, you know, go in there, get your booze on, go over here to McNarve, get your game on. And while you're driving, you need something to listen to. Obviously, you're done listening to us for this week. Check out our back catalog if you haven't already listened to it. But you can also listen to our friends over at Silence Your Cell Phones. They talk about movies and bingeable TV shows. Give them a listen. I'm sure you will be in. I'm sure you will be entertained. And you will enjoy the experience. Yeah, and um, one of our one of the friends of the show, Jody, uh, he does fearology. Mm-hmm. Uh, give it a listen as well. It talks about different horror movies, different, uh, you know, from directorial choices, movies, psychology of it, the whole thing. If you mm-hmm. like horror, give it a listen. Yep. Yep. Um, and then once you've listened to that, Brady, tell us about uh, Brady versus the world. Oh, um, well, that's going to be still in the works. You know, uh, I've got a brand to maintain. Uh, I was formerly known as the last uh, straight white guy to not have a podcast, but we do, we got something cooking in the, uh, I don't know how much we want to reveal about it, but, but keep a yeah. lookout. We do have something cooking in the, uh, in the oven. Yeah. Uh, it, uh, 350 degrees for an indeterminate amount of time. Uh, but we're working on it. So keep a lookout for that. Uh, and I'm sure when we get all that rolling that y'all will, uh, we'll give us props we'll on definitely that. Give you plugs for it. Yep. 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 Um, I think with all of that said, I think that's it. Yeah, that is it until next time. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>